Good morning, church family. It's such a privilege and honor to share with you this morning, and I have a special word that I think will encourage you today. It's no doubt that we are going through a terrible season. There's people that are losing their jobs. There's people that have fear that they might lose their jobs in the future. There's companies that are really, really struggling at the moment, and there are companies that might not make it through this. And so I'm finding that I'm surrounded by people that are in utter despair, despondency, and even depression. In the beginning of the lockdown, I found that what I did was I just tried to rack my head around ideas of how I could sustain my family and come up with really good ideas of, of just keeping us afloat because nothing was happening out there. But I'm sure that you know that there isn't much happening out there. And so anything I thought of was just coming to null. But today I want to share with you a better way. There's a word that gives us an idea going forward that will be able to sustain us and, and just give us hope. And I truly hope that this will give you hope today. The title of my message this morning is, Tell me, what do you have in your house? The verse is 1 Kings, I think it's 2 Kings, sorry. Sorry, 2 Kings 4 verses 1 to 7. And it's the story about Elisha and the widow's oil. A certain woman of the wives of the sons of the prophets cried out to Elisha, saying, Your servant, my husband, is dead. And you know that your servant feared the Lord, and the creditor is coming to take my two sons to be his slaves. So Elisha said to her, What shall I do for you? Tell me, what do you have in the house? And she said, Your maidservant has nothing in the house but a jar of oil. Then he said, Go and borrow vessels from everywhere, from all your neighbors, empty vessels. Do not gather just a few. And when you have come in, you shall shut the door behind you and your sons, then pour it into all these vessels and set them aside as full ones. So she went from him and shut the door behind her and her sons, who brought the vessels to her, and she poured it out. Now it came to pass when the vessels were full that she said to her son, Bring me another vessel. And he said to her, There is not another vessel. So the oil ceased. Then she came and told the man of God, and he said, Go, sell the oil and pay your debt, and you and your sons live on the rest. Now there's two things that we can glean a lot off of that verse. But there's two things that I just want to highlight today. The first one being that this widow really was facing a very similar situation to what we're in now. So many of us are facing the wolves at the door, the creditors are there, they're coming to want to repossess stuff. And think about it, in those days they didn't just come fetch your furniture in your house, they literally took your sons as slaves. And so I'm sure you can agree with me that we're in a very similar situation. In addition to that, I just want to highlight that when Elisha asked her what she had in her house, she saw it as nothing. In the natural, she did not have anything that she could offer that would be able to sustain her going forward. Elisha then asks her, he gives her an instruction and he tells her to go and get empty vessels and fill them. So I want to put it to you that today, that that was not anything in the natural. God is able to multiply supernaturally. And all it took was a little bit of faith. And in addition, it took obedience. Now you're going to ask me, where do I see the faith? That woman went and did what Elisha told her to do. And so there had to be a measure of faith in that. And then she followed his instructions to the last he. And so today I want to say to you that God is able to take what you have available to you and make something amazing out of it. You're going to ask me as well, if that woman didn't know what she had, how could we know what we have? And so I want to say to you that God has given us all skills, talents and abilities that we are able to use and that he's able to use. 
And so instead of running around like I was in the beginning, trying to think in my own natural self what I could do, I want to put it to you that you, you can determine what you have and then take it to God, lay it at his feet, and he will be able to do something with that. I've got a little exercise that I want to share with you that I learned the other day. What I need you to do is take a piece of paper and just divide it into quadrants. In the top one, you're going to write hobbies. The second one, you're going to do skills. Third one, you're going to put down your past experience. And the fourth one, just a description of who you are. Under each one, put two or three. So hobbies, I've just said writing and reading. Skills, if you're really good at organizing things, sales, people, or admin, yours will be different, obviously. Past experiences, so what your jobs entailed, if you're a sales or customer services. And then lastly, just a description of who you are. Stay-at-home mom, something like that. You love people, you love entertaining. And once you've got this list, I can honestly tell you that that is what you have available in your house right now. And so I want to suggest that you take that list and go and spend time with God at his feet. And I guarantee you that he not only will give you supernatural ideas that you can use to sustain your family now and even possibly in the future. But I also want to say to you, I want to remind you that many a successful business today was born out of wars, recessions and depressions. And people, we are in the perfect environment for innovation. The difference is going to be if you're trying to do it on your own or whether you take your list of what you have available and you sit at God's feet and you make it available for him because then he's able to multiply just like he did for this woman to the extent that you can pay your debts and sustain yourself going forward. And so today I just want to urge you that um, take this time to invest in yourself. Take time to spend time in the word and look at God's promises. If he did this for this woman, it, it, he can do the same thing for you and he wants to do that for you. And so just be blessed and just stay positive. And if I can just pray for you before we go. Heavenly Father, I just pray for each and every person that is listening to this message. I ask Lord Jesus that as they come to you with their list of what they have available to you and to them, that Father, you would take that and that you would multiply it and make it into something that can sustain them and also, Lord, that will keep them going, going forward. We know that you can do so much more than we could possibly imagine. And today we surrender this area of our life to you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Morning, everyone. I just want to encourage you today. We are the clay and he is the potter. We are the works of his hands and he is our father and he is good so we can trust him. The song is called, I'm Clay in Your Hands. Who am I that you are mindful of me? Who am I that you would give everything? Father, I belong to you, captured by your love. I will trust, Father, your plans for me. I'm clay in your hands, Lord, take control. Fashion 
Yes, Lord, I trust you today. I am the clay. You are the potter. Mold me and make me as you want. In Jesus' name. Amen. Hi, everybody. Thanks so much for watching our video. I hope it was a blessing to you. If you liked it, please give it a big thumbs up. If you haven't already subscribed and would like to, please hit the subscribe button down below. Hit the bell button if you want to be notified every time we post a video. And if you'd like to communicate with us, please feel free to leave a comment down below. Have a blessed day.